This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Welcome back to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Tim and Pastor Michael with you in the studio. Listeners, we've got a question that could be a little tricky for some people. I I think you and I are going to land in the same place. We're going to nail it. We're going to nail it. So here's our question (laughs) for today. What will happen to the Holy Spirit when Jesus comes back? I don't know. Nailed it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so... Let's put some foundational pieces in place. The question does deserve more than that. So here's a couple things that that we know. Number one, God is Trinity, which means... One God in three, three persons, persons, which means that each member of the Trinity is unique and distinct. Yes. So there's not going to be a new heaven, new earth, if you will, without each person of the Trinity palpably, tangibly present. On yes. the other hand, we don't totally know all the dynamics of how the spiritual realm and the physical realm like come together. We know that in Jesus, Jesus is the physical manifestation of God. The second person of the Trinity is God in the flesh. We know that the Father dwells in unapproachable light and is spirit, and that to date nobody has seen him. Correct. We know that the spirit uh, in Scripture manifests himself, sometimes in physical ways. So the spirit manifests himself as a dove. Mm -hmm. But at this point, we're just kind of surmising. Big picture, what we can say is that— The Holy Spirit is definitely not going to go away. Will not go away, is distinct from the Father and Son, and yet one God. And somehow, it seems that we will be aware— of his presence. Presence, yeah. Beyond that, there's more I'm probably we could say, but my brain is like stuck at that point. I think the question behind the question is, hey, the role of the Holy Spirit today in the church age is to convict the world of sin and to come alongside and, and encourage and equip and challenge those who have called on Jesus as as their savior. So when Jesus comes back, <clears throat> when his when he is here present and we are on this earth serving with him, will we need that conviction of sin? No. Will we need that encouragement that comes from the Holy Spirit? No. And I, I agree. So can we ask a, maybe a different question? What does the Holy Spirit do that is not connected to making right sin or like to responding to the effects of the fall? So like teacher, trainer, encourager, yeah. challenger, convictor, forms Christ in us, like all these things all assume sin. Yes. Like he's reversing the effects of sin. Mm -hmm. So when we're in heaven, we're quote unquote glorified, which means all the physical spiritual effects of sin have been removed from us. I'm just surmising right now. Let's brainstorm together. Is there anything that the scriptures say that the Holy Spirit does that is not about reversing the effects of sin? Well, I think I think one of the things we see both in the Old and New Testament is the Holy Spirit empowers or equips mm-hmm. people to do what God wants them to do in, in a unique way. So he he is an empowerer. Um, that's kind of a little hard to say. Empowerer. Empowerer. Which, by um, the way, we're not going to be singing perpetually in heaven. So, no. like, there's jobs to be done, stuff to do. And so maybe the Holy Spirit continues to be an animating force, an empowerer. And we know from the New Testament, everything that we read about the New Testament, the Holy Spirit is pointing people back to Jesus mm-hmm. as the Messiah, the one who gave his sacrificial life for our sin. We can worship the Spirit because he's God. But we really look to Jesus as the one who redeemed us. I'm going to think more in terms of other things the Holy Spirit could do 
maybe in a random episode in the future, we'll say, hey, remember this episode? Yeah. And then we'll, we'll comment more. But either way, you hit the nail on the head, which is he brings perpetual glory to Jesus Christ. And that's what we see. So why wouldn't he continue to do that in and after the return of Christ? Hmm. This is a great question. It's one of those questions that, oh, it's, it's kind of like a, an onion. You know, there's the surface, but then there's a lot more underneath. Yep. I was telling you before we uh, went, went on air that my dad asked a question, which I just, love that question. mind numbed me. Uh, was the flood salt water or fresh water? Yeah. And my initial response is, well, like rain is fresh, fresh water. water. But then waters came up from the deep, which could have been salt water. Salt water. And so like what was anyways, just my book. <laughs> but like it's interesting because the longer we do this, like there are a lot of questions that have never even popped into my mind right. as a thought or idea. Like I thought I had heard the vast majority of questions. Lo and behold, I am continually surprised at <laughs> the things my brain has never conceived of. Well, yeah. Well, there is a question coming at us next time that I think you and I both have heard before and have tried to answer. And it is, is soul sleep real? What is soul sleep? Where do souls go between death and the new heaven? So let's tackle that one next time.